Francis has been telling us for some time what his plan has been. For the church, for his papacy, he hasn't really hidden what he's been up to. Most of it has been done out in the open, for all to see, if only people would follow the media reports on what he's doing. A couple of months ago, I did a video on just that topic called, Francis Says That Tradition Must Be Cast Aside, in that, and in that video he said it bluntly. In his opening remarks for the Amazon Synod, recently he said it again. He isn't hiding his plans, and he has been very forthright with all of us about his plan to leave the Catholic Church and maybe even the faith itself unrecognizable for future generations. So get comfortable, get your favorite adult beverage, be it coffee or something stronger, and make yourself comfortable, because the most worst news in the world is something that you should be ready for. Let's get started. So for this story, we turn to the most trusted name in news praising the destruction of the Catholic Church, the National Catholic Reporter. That fish wrapper that had been told in better years to stop calling itself Catholic because it praised every heterodox modernist heretical idea that some bish bad bishops and priests have had. In an article entitled, Opening Amazon Synod, Francis Warns Against Being Smothered by Ashes, Defending Status Quo, they immediately reduced criticisms of the synod as coming from a vocal minority, a minority of alarmists, largely discredited and otherwise untrustworthy figures, some of whom Pope Francis had himself dismissed from their comfy posts under the previous pontificate, men like Cardinal Burke as an example, and in so doing, presents Burke and others as not credible. But it's the remarks at the opening of the Synod that we're concerned with here, so let's look at those. Francis said the prelates of the Church are called to be prudent, but also called to be open to new things. That's frankly news to me, but let's look at what he has to say in his own words, which were delivered at a homily on Sunday. Quoting the pontiff, Prudence is not indecision. It is not a defensive attitude. He sold this to bishops gathered in St. Peter's Basilica. It is the virtue of the pastor who, in order to serve with wisdom, is able to discern, to be receptive to the news of the Spirit. Rekindling our gift in the fire of the Spirit is the opposite of letting things take their course without doing anything. He said that, and then he was he said that in asking that God would give the prelates attending the meeting a daring prudence to renew the paths of the church. End quote. We'll get back to his words in a second. I wanted to highlight the, qu the quality of people we're dealing with here at the National Catholic Fish Wrapper. One way to recognize that you're dealing with biases in the media, Catholic or otherwise, is, how, is in how issues are framed. Here's an example from the Fish Wrapper. Quote, Francis's Amazon Synod, which has been in preparation for 18 months, which is not true, it's been for a lot longer than that, is expected to address a number of potentially contentious issues, including married priests, some sort of recognition for women's ministry, and how Catholic communities in the nine-nation region can speak more vocally against rampant ecological destruction taking place there. End quote. Did you catch that? Some sort of recognition for women's ministry. That's a framing meant to open you, the reader, to women's ordination, which is what they're actually addressing at the Synod, at least one of the heterodox ideas. Women's ministries in the church have long been recognized already, but this framing here by the fish wrapper is criminally dishonest. But let's continue. Francis said that in their ordinations to be bishops, which is, as an aside, is Novus Ordo speak, as bishops are not ordained to that office, but consecrated, Francis said the bishops receive a gift of ministry that is like a fire that they are to share with others. Quoting Francis, 
Fire does not burn by itself. It has to be fed or else it dies. It turns into ashes. If everything continues as it was, if we spend our days content that this is the way things have always been done, then the gift vanishes, smothered by the ashes of fear and concern for defending the status quo. In no way can the church restrict her pastoral work to the ordinary maintenance of those who already know the gospel of Christ. Missionary outreach is a clear sign of the maturity of an ecclesial community. Jesus did not come to bring a gentle evening breeze, but to light a fire on the earth. End quote. Okay, so unless I'm mistaking, he's implying here that missionary outreach is something to wait on until a community is mature. I'm not sure what he means by that, because at face value, it sounds like he's saying that either the priests of the church are mature, or that the tribes of the Amazon are too immature to hear the gospel. Which, by the way, is not only nonsense, but pretty bigoted sounding to me. And if he's talking about the priest, then it's just stupid. It sounds like more of that European man's burden stuff that modernists usually decry when they complain about things like colonialism and that sort of thing. Which, by the way, Francis did go there and hit on the issue of colonialism in his remarks. Quoting the end of the piece from the National Catholic Fish Wrapper, quote, Towards the end of his homily, October 6th, Francis lamented that the Catholic Church's work in the region had in the past involved colonialization rather than evangelization, and asked that God preserve the church from the greed of new forms of colonialism. Referencing the wildfires that spiraled out of control in the Amazon this summer, the pontiff said, The fires set by interests that destroy, like the fire that recently devastated the Amazon, is not the fire of the gospel. The fire of God is warmth that attracts and gathers into unity. It is fed by sharing, not by profits. End quote. Okay, so Francis was repeating the lie that the wildfires in the Amazon this year were bad or out of the ordinary. That region literally experiences that volume of fire season literally every year. It's normal and not out of the ordinary. I don't expect him to know that, but it's an irritating talking point that needs to be banished. But it does come from his religion of climate change alarmism, so what else should we expect? But in his, in his statement about the so-called greed of new forms of colonialism, what do you think he means there? Ex Take it in the overall context of his saying that the church must be open to new things. Is he implying that the spreading of the gospel is a form of, evan is a form of evangelization? The tribal people of the Amazon region are not ready to hear the gospel and are just primed for manipulation by those who think they need to hear the saving gospel of Jesus Christ in order that their souls might be saved. Because if that's the case, then Francis has denied the dogma of extra ecclesium nullus salus by proxy, and that's more than an ugly thing. But I want to close here on a point of rigidity. Pure tradition protecting neo-Pelagianism, if you will. I'm going to end on a quote from sacred scripture, which I do sometimes, especially when it's obviously relevant. This comes from the letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verses 21 to 31. See if this sounds familiar in light of the synod. Quoting the Apostle, St. Paul, Because that, when they knew God, they have not glorified him as God or given thanks, but became vain in their thoughts, and their foolish heart was darkened. For professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into the likeness of the image of a corruptible man, and of birds, and of four-feeted beasts, and of creeping things. Wherefore God gave them up to the desires of their heart, unto uncleanness, to dishonor their own bodies among themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God delivered them up to shameful affections. 
For their women have changed the natural use into that use which is against nature. And in like manner, the men also, leaving the natural use of the women, which burned in their lusts one toward another, men with men working that which is filthy, and receiving in themselves the recompense which was due to their error. And as they liked not to have God in their knowledge, God delivered them up to a reprobate sense, to, to, do, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled all with iniquity, malice, fornication, avarice, wickedness, full of envy, murder, contention, deceit, malignity, whisperers, detractors, hateful to God, contemptuous, proud, haughty, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, foolish, dissolute, without affection, without fidelity, without mercy, who, having known the justice of God, did not understand that they who do such things are worthy of death, and not only that they do them, but they also that consent to them that do them. End quote. That's from the Dewey Rames translation. And it makes you wonder, doesn't it, just about the state of things in general. So keep praying for the church. It's going to be a long month of October. But keep praying your rosary because this is the month of the Holy Rosary. And some of my weekend material will focus heavily on the rosary and Our Lady as the hammer of heretics. So keep an eye out for that because it's especially relevant during the Synod. And also remember that this month ends on the traditional feast day of Christ the King, which happens in October on the old calendar, not in November. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.